Welcome to episode 56 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Um, Playoff day, playoff Sunday. Uh, Bears are kind of sort of holding their own, but shooting themselves in the foot too many times. Getting beat by the Saints as we speak, but to be expected. Other than that, I'm doing... Stupid quadruple good. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, That's good. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, n- no complaints here at the North Studio. All right. Uh, well, I had a little trip on Saturday. Went down to see my oldest at um, Western. And they have a uh, kind of, do you call it a, a satellite brewery? Uh, Bell's has one down there. There's a lot going on in Kalamazoo these days, but Fells has a nice operation down there. They've got a beautiful beer garden. Um, they had it all set up for COVID seating. Everybody was in their winter hats and coats, and they had plenty of space heaters and patio heaters and this and that going on. Um, tables, I would say, were at least 15 to 20 feet apart. Uh, they had some Anirondack chairs. Sun was out, so it was a great day. Uh, they also have a little store around the corner where you can pick up beer and and uh, other logo apparel. And so uh, Shelly and I, after eating lunch, which I have you ever eaten? No, I have not. Oh, my gosh. What did they, you eat? Uh, they had a burger. I think they call it a smash patty. I don't have the... I don't have it in front of me right now. I should have been a little more prepared. But it's it's actually a little thinner burger, which the is The menu genius. or the burger itself? Well, the burger. <laughs> No, uh, I mean, what what should you have read? What you what, do you wish you would have had in front of you? Both. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I, mean, I wish I would have had both. I mean, I've never take two day, taken two days to eat a burger, but, but it's a but it's a thinner burger. Oh, okay. Uh, and which is genius in a way because if you want people to drink beer, you don't right. want them to fill up on burger. But I had I had a burger called the Cherry Bomb, and it was a cherry habanero uh, sauce uh, on the burger, uh, and um, it was delicious. I mean, it was really, really good. Cherry Bomb Burger with John Mellencamp playing in the background? He, I mean, he might have been. I don't know. I was too focused on that in the flight. But uh, went over to the store and, you know what, decided to pick up a selection. And on my way out, started talking to uh, Ian behind the counter. Ian, thank you. Uh, appreciate the stickers and the advice and the direction on the beer. Thanks, Ian. Yep. Loved, and- loved our uh, pre-pod sample. Unbelievable. Never seen it before, and I love it. I'll let Dave tell tell a little story about it. So you were absolutely right, Ian. Um, yeah, uh, and actually, you know what? I I don't taste the 165 IBUs, really. Um, sure, it's a little bit above the 60 or 70 that I typically enjoy, but um, you can definitely taste the 14%. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 14% yeah. alcohol. Um, but it's got great flavor. I mean... The honey and in the, in, the, in the the hops in there give it that a little bit of a. I'm not. I don't dare say a New England IPA. It's not anywhere close to that necessarily, but it, it does have some fruity notes to it. But I would like to, if Ian happens to be listening, and hey, no hard feelings if you're not, because after all, nobody listens to the pod really. But um, I actually found stupid quadruple. No, stupid stupid quadruped. Yep. I actually find this smoother than the uh, the no, double four-hearted or four-hearted or double two-hearted or whatever yeah, yeah, right, whatever right. that oh. special selection right. is called. I found this smoother, 
with a at a whopping fourteen percent alcohol. Yeah, it's almost like me. a smooth whiskey. Yeah, I very mean, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it, it has that honey the honey notes yep. that you would find in a, like a, a whiskey. But sure, I loved it. I, I'm I, pleasantly I, I, surprised. Yeah, I, thought I, I was, absolutely loved it. I thought I was gonna you know kind of do a <laughs> okay you know done with that, but uh, I'm looking forward to finishing you know my half. So anyway. Uh, Actually, it's more of a third. Uh, I've already okay. finished my two-thirds. Oh, have you? Okay. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the first tasting, actually. So which is what I'm bringing up. We've got Lampshade Party Ale. It's a double IPA. Uh, and for those of you that are paying attention to the hops, uh, what makes this one unique, it's got the Australian Aussie Galaxy hop and the Pacific uh, Northwest IPA hop Idaho 7. So we haven't had too many of those. We haven't tasted too many beers with those two hops in it. So I'm looking forward to this. It is coming in at a 9% uh, ABV. Now, if you go to untapped, the IBUs are NA. But then on the Bell's website, they do. If you go looking hard enough, they say that uh, it's 70 IBUs. Now, I'm not sure. I think that's the absolute bitterness and not the perceived bitterness, but um, that wasn't marked real well in there, so I don't know which one that is. So, well, regardless of uh, the stupid, stupid uh, quadruple was uh, 165, and I didn't, there were, I didn't taste any bitterness at all in that beer. It yeah. was, it, that was actually, I love that. And it's unfortunate that we're not ranking this beer because I would probably <laughs> rival our Kentucky Bourbon really? Peppermint Stout, which Nick Witzke, who made me go on a wild goose chase to find a last two, you know, and he didn't even like it. He compared it to Yingling. And I'm like, what? you're comparing that Bourbon Stout to Yingling? And I told him <laughs> I may have to block him. I, I, I said, well, I'm not going to block you this time. But he gave the two, the other two bottles to loyal listener. In which, by the way, Chuck, we did finally use the Sam Adams taster glasses for the stupid quadruped, and um, uh, hopefully you give it a better review than Nick did because I'm very disappointed in Nick's ranking because the Kentucky Bourbon uh, Peppermint Stout was way, way, way better than Yingling. <laughs> Come on, Nick, get with the program, brother. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the the uh, lampshade ale. I'm drinking it. My first my first tasting is out of a pint glass from Grandpa Blackhawk at Dead Beer Dead Beer Dead Bear Brewing Company in Grayling. Kind of like off seventy five a little bit. They have outdoor seating right now, but no, they don't take reservations. And this, that, and the huh. other thing. And but they do have food. Yeah. And so huh, Grandpa Blackhawk got me this pint glass, Dead Bear Brewing Company, a bear with two X's over his eyes, and at the bottom of the glass, oh, as you I drink see it, that. you see a dead bear. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. You're gonna like this one too. Yes. Mm. I wonder where where do you get all these bell selections from in this area? Because really, you know, two hearted's in this area. I would and, imagine um, um, from the 
you know, from the specialty stores like Opperman's and um, <clears throat> Ideal. And on a, on a side note, as I kind of watch, because listeners, I do like to give you my undivided attention and loyalty because, hey, the show must go on whether my team is playing or not. But I do want to I do want to say that clearly the referees have side bets wagered on the Saints because the Bears are getting bent over the side rail, shoved right up their hoop, no lube, sandpaper finish. And not even the courtesy of a reach around here on the calls. So, um, anyway, all right. So, I'm, let's get back to the pod. Without further ado, it before you know, as we enjoy our lampshade party ale. Without further ado, too bad we can't. We don't have the king's music because of a touchdown from Ezekiel Elliott and David Johnson and Kyler Murray being hurt in Week 17. Yours truly is the winner of the first ever Flights Football and Anything Else Fantasy Football League season with a season total of 566 points. Beat Josh Windy by 550. Henry finished third with 472. And Dave, although you finished fourth at 380, yeah. Um, you did have a week high, a week seventeen high of thirty four points. So nice. You, you did win week seventeen. I just, at, I feel like a winner, Mike. Thank you. That's right. We're, we're both winners. We're all winners, as the Seinfeld episode would say. <laughs> um, I kind of take this title with an asterisk because, boy, after a stupid quadruple or stupid is it stupid quadruped stupid quadruped yeah to say asterisk like i did i did i fucking butchered it there but i nailed it the first time um i i i'm embarrassed i only beat josh by 16 because one of josh's running backs i believe was christian mccaffrey who basically didn't play all year but they never they never put him out for the year as camaro just scores to give the uh Saints the Saints, another touchdown, points. and Mike Klein, the uh, victory in my big money fantasy football league, so he just won it with that run right there. Um, but yeah, hey, I mean, next year when we get a, a million followers in this league, the fantasy football league, there'll be like probably 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 people in it, and the first place prize money will be like a trip to Jamaica. Yep. And I'll finish dead last, just like I'm going to in my big money playoff league this year. But hey, at least if you'll have created you know, something, you, you only lose your virginity once, Dave. And <laughs> this is the first year I won the first. They yeah. can never take. I may never win it again, but they can never take away the fact that you I won the, the first, first ever flight football and anything else fantasy football title. So do we have to keep calling you champ then, even if you lost your of other? Co- no, of course, because I won this fucking league. <laughs> I'm still the champ. Okay. I am the champ until I don't champion any league. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, what do we got going sports-wise these days other than the NFL playoffs? This is a week after the fact, but when we were re- recording episode 55, yeah, the Washington football team was playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. And the Philadelphia Eagles benched Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter of a 14-10 game. And if the Eagles would have won, the Giants would be in the playoffs. Right. But Peterson pulled um, Hurts and put in Nick 
uh, Sudfeld's his last name. I don't yeah. even know what his first name is. And the the, the football world was kind of up and arm, like, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know. And my take is, well, the Giants should have won more than six games. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. And then you, you could have got in. You can't depend on another team like the Bears did. I mean, you know, the Bears lost to the Packers, but the Cardinals lost because Kyler Murray was hurt. Yeah. And the, the Bears back. Fell their yeah, way. so but the only issue I have is Peterson actually took some heat from some of his players. And that's where I have an issue. I mean, if your players aren't behind the move, it's like, you know what? What do you need to see Nick Nick's I think his name is Nick. What do you need to see Nick Sudfeld for? Nick Sudfeld is a journeyman backup quarterback, and that's all he'll ever be. Right. No, I, and yeah. that's I don't say that with disrespect. No, I mean because I, mean, I couldn't even be a journeyman <laughs> backup NFL quarterback. So right. I don't, I don't, I'm not belittling yeah. Sudfeld. But it is at that at that level, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. So why would you take Hertz out of the game? I mean, it's still a division rival going to get into the playoffs. It's not like they l- let the Detroit Lions in and kept the Giants out. I mean, right. a division rival, the Washington football team, got in. So we're, this actually should have been one of my, uh, so what do you think, Dave, questions. But we're here now, so we'll finish it now. What is your take on it? I mean, obviously Doug Peterson can't coach his team with the New York Giants in mind. I, I, I think we're, everybody's in agreement with that. Sure, right. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I can think of is, um, you know, we were talking about it in the last pod, like a, a major league, the movie Major League, where he probably came off and he said, there's no reason for me to be in here. I don't want to get hurt. You know what I mean? Um, you know, put somebody else in, let him play. And he's like, okay. But who did that? Um Hurts. Oh, Hurts yeah, didn't ask out. Peter, no, he didn't. Peterson said that was our plan all along. We wanted to get a look at Sudfeld. But his own players went to him after and was like, hey, this is bullshit. Right. Why do we, you know. Going back to what we were talking about two pods ago is that the players want to, they want to win, they want to play. They're not going to tank games. Exactly. So um, that was, you know, whatever. I mean, um, but hey, hey, Washington and uh, what was that QB's name? Henke? Henneke. Oh, yeah. It's H-E-I-N-K-E. He's Henneke on this podcast. Okay, he gave it a valiant effort. They battled. They battled oh, the man. Buccaneers. I yeah, mean, he did his. He did his best uh, Lamar Jackson impression for sure. I, he was I, very, very hard to, um, very hard to sack. I was. Um, I actually was surprised that they didn't do a better job of containing Brady because the strength of Washington's team is their defense, and they just like. Well, that's what I was kind of, I mean, in the, that was one of my notes I've written down here, you know, in the, in the era of passing, right? Um, It's a, it's a good era to be in if you're a quarterback, because you can, you can go right up the passing yard scale or or the ranking Uh, because the offenses are built around it. And yes, teams that have a good running game, you know, they're going to, if they can balance between the two, you know, they could be very successful, but we all know it's about passing and, um, how do you how do you stop a good passer? You don't give him time to pass, and so you know uh, Washington gave Brady all day. Yeah, in some cases, I well, mean, and that, that's you can't I mean. let a guy like that sit in there all day. Was was their pass rush? Yeah. 
So, but then if you if you try to pressure somebody like Lamar Jackson, like he showed today, he finally got out there. I think his I think the first TD for them was a fifty eight yard forty eight or forty eight yep. yard. Um, you know, and that was just I mean every ten yards he went, I was like oh 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 my god, you know, <laughs> there he is, he's fast. But, you were watching uh, the football game when you did that. Huh? Or what were you doing? That was in my head, Mike. I wasn't actually, like, saying that out loud. Get Um, your mind out of the gutter. Sex is not... That's not a gutter topic. (laughs) How do you surprise a blind man, though? (laughs) I don't know. Leave the plunger in the toilet. (laughs) Come on. In the business, they call that a segue. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Recent events, it looks like the uh, 2020 PGA will not be at Trump's golf course. I would imagine it probably isn't since he's been barred from every social media platform there is. Yeah, they probably won't do that. That was something else going on today, though. I don't know if you want to segue into that. But uh, at the beginning of the day, uh, Harris English, um, sounds like a European name. but But Who was that? You know what? At the beginning of the 1920 season, 19, I didn't know. 1920 season? Well, the the night or the 2019. Okay, I was going to say 1920. Well, you know. And that's news today? <laughs> like, okay. 19 slash 20 season. Okay. Because it starts yep, yep. in the fall. Got, okay. and, now, okay. now, we're on, now we're cooking with Crisco. <laughs> um. You know, I would see this guy's name pop up every once in a while. I'd go, who the hell is this? Uh, he ended up finishing, I don't know, he ended up making almost damn near $10 million last year. Believe it or not. He was a top 20 guy pretty consistently. But he was leading the day at the uh, Century Tournament um, in Hawaii at 21 under. And he ended up falling back. Um, well, I wouldn't say falling back, but he ended up losing the lead. It uh, looks like in a playoff. Uh, no, I'm looking at it right now. Nope. According to this, they are still not done in Hawaii. Still in progress, but he's tied for the lead at 25 under. Now, we talked about watching pro golf and when they're pretty much birdieing every right. other hole. It's not that... You don't want to see you don't right. want to see the pros like in some U.S. Open sit there and hack and slash and you know spending time looking for their ball either. I I I would actually prefer that to <laughs> twenty five under. Right. Well. Anyway, that's pretty much where that tournament is going, and a lot of those early tournaments they have the courses set up that way for a lot of a lot of high scoring. But that's what's going on there. Uh, other notable names there: uh, Justin Thomas is at twenty four under. Uh, Xander Shoffley is at 21 under. Um, where's our boy Dustin Johnson? He was he was there somewhere. Bryson, he's tied for sixth at 20 under. So by the time some of you are listening to this, it'll be over, and uh, you can go check the box do- box score for uh, uh, any of your other favorite players. So, um, but we, before we rate Lampshade, yep. Um, did, I give, did we do corrections corner? No. It, it's a minor correction, but you know, me being an anal retentive guy like I am, uh, when I was talking about my fantasy football league that Mike Klein's going to win this year, mm-hmm. um, 
Here, Dave, look, I'll even show you. Mike, did you say corrections corner? Is that what we're doing right now? Yes. You are an idiot. It's, but you see that day right there? That score yeah. sheet? Oh, yeah. That, I see you that. Know, it, even though we're in tw two, 2021, I still manually input everything on a piece of paper on that one. And last week, I said uh, Larry was at Young News when he came up with that and printed it out and gave it to me. He was actually working for Bash and Brothers Printing. Ah. Okay. So, major fuck up on my part, and I apologize. But Larry, uh, Grant. He wasn't Blackhawk. He wasn't Grandpa Blackhawk at the time. He was just yeah, Larry. Right. Uh, 25, 20. I think he might have been a dad at that time. Michael would have been very young. Sure. But he definitely wasn't a grandpa at that time. That he knows of, I guess. And, um, <laughs> but the score sheets are still in play to this to, day. To the day. Because I don't like to fuck mm -hmm. with anything. Uh, guy in my league even said, "Hey, Fantrax does it for free. You can do this." And I'm like, "Yeah, I like. I need something to bitch about." It's well, like I when my it if it's not broke. Well, and it's like I need something to bitch about. I was like, "Well, oh, my team fucking sucks. I got to, you know, I got to, I got to do the points for all these fucking guys, and my team fucking sucks, and I'm not gonna win anything. You motherfucker, just give me something to bitch about." So that's why <laughs> the old pen and paper will always be handy in that football in that league. league. All right. So what do we think about Lampshade? I think um, since I brought it, I'm rating it first, Yes, right? sir. This is pretty good. I like it. I like it when a double IPA or something a little stronger, like in the, you know, the 9% uh, and above category, um, has a good smoothness to it. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm not, you know. I'm going to go a 3.9. I'm going to go 3.90. All right. So, I, too, like it very much. I'm trying to distinguish the taste of Stupid Quadruped and Lampshade Party. I mean, Lampshade Party um, was w very much lighter. It's way lighter than the Stupid Quadruped. So. Well, yeah, the extra 5% alcohol kind so of gives it a little. It would be. How's your father? I'm going to, I can't throw out fours willy-nilly, but I will go 3.92. Okay. You know, hey, I got to beat you, Dave, right? Right. I beat you in the fantasy league. I got to beat you in the ranking. So I will go 3.92. Well, let's look up what the uh, untapped crowd said. And as I look it up. Uh, swipe and enter. Boom. 3.99. So we're right there. Hey, right in the ball. How many uh, check-ins was that? Oh, check-ins. Uh, 9,571 check-ins. That's a good sample. Yeah. That's I mean, a pretty good sample. 10,000 people, and we were right with the majority because 399, 392, 390. Yeah. Very tasty selection. And again, have not seen it in this market. All right, Mike. Let's see. We are at our second tasting, and it is the Cherry Stout. And this Cherry Stout is actually the 30th anniversary and the commemorative batch. But it doesn't say that. You know, this is a different label than what I saw on the website. 
Uh, I'm going to go with the website, though, and say this is the 30th anniversary uh, commemorative batch of the Cherry Stout brewed with cherry juice. Uh, it comes in at 7% ABV and the infamous NA as far as IBUs. Sounds good to me, Dave. I'm going to go... Might not a big deal the last for the old cherry stout. Oh, look. Very dark. I'm going with the ideal party store glass with the Brouhaha logo on the other side. Oh, yeah, that's almost got the uh, 30 weight consistency. How are the notes? I haven't had a chance hint, to smell it yet. Hint of cherry. Hint. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Huh. I don't know. That's um, almost refreshing. Right. Like, I wasn't going to say... I hesitated there for a second because at first I wanted to say kind of like more wine cooler-ish, but not really. No, there's, there's enough... The, Enough of the stout taste, but there's a uh, it's kind of cherry pop that will give you that, like you you refer to as the wine cooler taste. So I it's like not it. a yeah, heavy it's yeah, not yeah, a heavy no, body stout by no, any stretch of the imagination. Not heavy at all. No, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> I I would ask you who sings that, but I, I don't even know, so I can't even answer that question. <laughs> Um, these notes will be really worth something now because these notes actually have the uh, cherry stout of the pot oh, yeah. on the note. So when do you realize how valuable this piece of paper is going to become, Dave? When this pot, Crazy like, when, like when we're like interviewing Joe Rogan, right, to hype him, right, and it'll be like. And millions of dollars for this pot. Yeah, this, is like, yeah. that, this is the Bell's Cherry Stout on this piece of paper. Right. You know, so. <laughs> there's, quite um, a bit of, there's quite a bit of Bell's Cherry yeah. Stout on that piece of paper. I don't, so you got how, the, I don't even know how it spilled that badly. I don't um, either. Anyway, whatever. Um, so usually this is our What Do You Think Dave segment. Yeah, it is. So what do you got? Yeah. All right. So what do you think, Dave? Michigan is re-signing Jim Harbaugh Whoa. through the 2025 season. <laughs> Yay! And A.D. <laughs> Ward Manuel said, and I quote, I continue to believe that Jim is the right man to lead our program in pursuit of Big Ten and playoff championships. So, Jim is... 49 and 22 in his six years at Michigan. Yeah. He has won 10 games in three of the six seasons he's been there, but none since 2018. He has lost his last four bowl games, has never beat Ohio State, and is 3-3 three and three versus in-state rival Michigan State. So I know you're happy with the re-signing today. <laughs> I'm elated. But as a Michigan, what, as a yeah, Michigan State fan, I'm, I'm thrilled. But let, let's take let, let's say you're from Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm from Butte, Montana. Yeah. What has he done <laughs> that would get a four-year extension 
and lead the athletic director to say, I continue to believe that Jim is the right man to lead our program in pursuit of Big Ten and playoff championships. Well, I don't think anybody in, you say Dubuque, Iowa? I said Butte, Montana, and Des Moines. Des Moines, Iowa, Iowa. sorry. Um, (laughs) So, uh, I don't think, I think people in Iowa are probably as thrilled if they're Hawkeye fans. Um, if I was the person in Montana, uh, I would probably lift my, my cowboy hat up just a little bit to expose my forehead and scratch it going, yeah, that's a, that's a head scratcher right there. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure what that AD is thinking. If that's how people in Montana. Unless, unless of course that Ward Manuel at uh, university parties has put himself in precarious situations, and Jim <laughs> happened to have the old phone ready. <laughs> or you some know, of his athletes did, you know, sure. You know, and he's in the middle of a, uh, what's the fraternity name, Delta? Just name, do something that sounds Greek. Delta. <laughs> Delta, Delta Chi. Yeah, Delta, he's in the middle of a Delta Chi Bukaki. <laughs> I mean... You know, who knows? Um, How many of our listeners know what a bukkake is? I don't know, maybe three. What the, what the, what was that game? What was the game uh, that had the. <laughs> That's an, I, too bad. Oh, sorry, so, tangent. So, yeah, we're going off on a tangent here. Too bad this catch doesn't mean anything, but th- this is one of the greater touchdown catches you'll ever see made by Jimmy Graham of the Bears. Like I say, I mean, it. it you know, hell, it was on the last play of the game. Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown, and unbelievable, and he just ran right up the tunnel and out the door, and out the door he went. Um, but, yeah, so I just don't – I mean, I mean, 49-22 yeah. <laughs> is a decent record. Sure, sure. For some of those six years, Indiana was a shit program. Getting better now, but, you know, for the first part, you know, Indiana sucks. Yeah. Northwestern with Fitzgerald – Fitz, uh, with Fitzgerald or Fitzpatrick, whatever the coach's name is there. Um, they've been getting better, but the first part of Harbaugh's tenure, they sucked. Illinois sucks. Uh, Michigan State's been mediocre at best. Last and two or three years, And yeah. he's never beaten Ohio State. So, I mean, I just don't get what warranted. Four you know, years. You, you know, you, I guess, you know, some Michigan fans wanted him fired, and I guess you could say with what I presented – um, hey, he at least earned the right to finish out his contract, which was through 2021. And it's like, well, you know, whatever, you know. So, okay, maybe not fire him, but to extend him four years for what he's done, I, I just don't get it. One or um, two years based on his overall record, maybe. But, yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that one. Um, although I'm I'm glad he came to that conclusion. Yeah, I, you know. And there was rumor that he was going to replace Nagy as the Bears coach, and I didn't want that. So I guess I'm happy as well. <laughs> but what else you got? Brian Bubba Harkins. Yeah. He named names, Dave. Oh, yeah? Yep. Do you know who Brian Bubba Harkins is? I don't. All right. Well, he was uh, <laughs> a member of, he was an uh, employee of the Angels Clubhouse. Okay. And he has been fired by the Angels last March. After it was determined he was making and distributing an illegal pitching substance to visiting players. 
Now, mind you, it wasn't that he was making a substance to help pitchers cheat. It was just for elite, uh, visiting players. So, like, the Angels like, like, whoa, wait a second. Why are you helping the opposition, stupid? Um, and so what uh, Mr. Harkins did is he's come out, he's got a lawsuit against the Angels and the MLB for defamation seeking $4 million in damages. And and he's come right out and named names such as Garrett Cole, Justin Berlander, Adam Wainwright. And he's like, hey, you know, I provided this substance for the, the pitcher, and, you know, and they're using me as a scapegoat because they don't want any more, like, what happened with the Astros in 2020, 2019. What was it, 2018? The the, the no, 2019. The, the trash cans? The thing? trash cans thing? 2019. Yeah. yeah, it was just not yeah, this past season. Yeah, so season 2019. Before. Yeah. And MLB wants to deflect any criticism off the players onto, you know, so they fired him. And the coaching staff. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the coach. He, he wasn't even a coach. He's just a clubhouse guy. Oh. And he's like, wait a second. You know, and Garrett Cole's asking him, hey, you know, got, you got any something that I can... Right. And the the sticking point, pun intended, here is that pitchers have always used something to get a better grip on the ball for better control. Yep. And wink, wink. once we go to YouTube, <laughs> our, our viewers and listeners will be able to see the wink, wink, so they don't... So they have better control, so they don't hurt the hitter like with a hundred mile an hour fastball right oh, near sure. Temple. Right, but it also is to throw it where you know down and away. And so, my question to you, Dave, is what side of the fence do you side on? Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is the Mike Peters philosophy, which a lot of people have this philosophy as well. I've heard it, I've heard it numerous times, even with the analysts on TV. If you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. Um, I think the way that was handled is bullshit. You know, he's, he's basically, I think, do you, is your question, is he justified coming out and, and getting back at the angels for trying to throw him under the bus? Yes. Sure. All right. I agree with you on that. Now question subplot B, whose side do you take on that? Right. I don't. I don't. Be, I don't begrudge Mister uh, Harkis for coming out and say, "Hey, well, motherfucker, you fired me." I'm kind of like just doing as you told, yada yada yada, and you sure. fired me. You know, but number my take on it is, hey, look, I don't know why you were giving the shit. Why was he giving it to the visiting? Team? <laughs> yeah, right. That doesn't make any sense. Right. That so, doesn't okay. make any sense at all. Unless he was. Unless you know, if this is just a clubhouse guy and he's getting maybe he's getting paid thirty thousand dollars a year. And he knew if he kind of sauntered over to the visiting side, you know, they were throwing him ten grand here, five grand there. Do you know what I mean? Right, but so I could see why he I could see why he would do it from that standpoint, but you know, yeah, why are you helping the why are you helping the competition? All right. So now the the final part of the question is who is the in, uh, we're on episode 56. Uh, let's turn black. Probably episode 20-ish. 
we had a similar conversation. Now, who is the more immoral person? Harkins for distributing the illegal substance? Yeah. Or the players for using it? Oh, they're equal. They're on the same same level. But see, I think Harkins is worth it. Wor- worse? Yes. Okay. Because Why? Um, competition is about getting an edge. Sure. You know, just like, you know, so if, you know, you and I are going to compete at whatever event. Ping pong. Ping pong. And I'm going to take lessons, watch YouTube videos, get up, do uh, a million wrist curls or whatever helps you (laughs) at ping pong. And you're just going to lay in bed, do nothing all day. I should, I mean, unless you're that much superior to me, I should gain an advantage against you. The name of the game in... Life is when you're competing against somebody, you have to get an advantage. And they received this substance from this guy. He knew going in. I think that I feel it's almost an ulterior motive. Like, well, you know what? I'm just going to give it to him. This will help them. And then, you know, something comes back on me. Fuck them. I'll throw them under the table. Oh, so that's shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to, yeah. If you're going to be part of a team, part of a club, then exactly. you stick with the team, you stick with the club. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, I see where you're coming from. Third thing, 1,123 wins, five national titles. Great college basketball coach, to be sure. No argument there. This isn't even a what-do-you-think-Dave question. I mean, hey, those numbers speak for themselves. Let's move along. But do those credentials give Coach K... The platform to be the be-all, end-all of, like, COVID policies, whether the college ba- colleges should play or not play games, and what should happen with whatever, you know, the things that happened in, at the Capitol a few days ago. So, my question is, who the fuck is Coach K? And he's a basketball coach. <laughs> right. So, I mean, w- w- why is he so fucking high and mighty? Yeah, right. Um, you know, anybody that reaches some level of notoriety, you know, on television or in social media for that matter, um, they develop that platform, I guess. I will never know because I, you know, I don't. I can't say I'll never know. But like you said, when we get our million listeners, when we move up to from, you know, the the several thousand that we have right now to... Right, it, you know. it, you know, like with Joe Rogan's looking to get on our show. Exactly, then I will know right. how that feels. But until then, um, yeah, I don't know. He just, you know, with all of the with the national championships and the Final Fours and, you know, the, the, the brand, I guess you will, if you want to talk marketing, the brand that he's developed with uh, Duke basketball. Um, he, you know, he's he's earned... Somehow, some way, he's earned that platform to say how he feels about it. Now, whether anybody acts on what he says or not, you know, who knows? Right. So, do you act on what he says or not? Hell no. Exactly. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Because I don't either. It's like, all right. Yeah. You're a great college basketball coach, but you're not like the Messiah. I mean, like, who the fuck do you think you are? I mean, okay. Yeah. He was. He won the uh, the dream team gold or whatever. But it was like, well, who's kidding? Who? We could have threw a th- three year old out there. And they would have won the dream team gold. You know, with that. Right. You know, with that right. basketball team that was assembled there, or had a player coach or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, <clears throat> this is something we've talked about. I don't want to say numerous, but 
on other occasions through 56 episodes. Rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. Oh, yeah. 93 years old. But I loathe the outlets that say a sad day. Fucking guy was 93. It's not sad. It's actually the circle of life. So it is not sad. I don't give a fuck who you are, what your relationship to him was. He's 93 years old on his tombstone. It should be carved in. It was time to move on. What are your thoughts on it being a sad day in baseball because Time Lasorda died at the tragically young age of 93? No, I, I, I've got to agree with you on that point. At, at, at that point, um, it's time to celebrate. Celebrate exactly. Life, celebrate exactly. accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't expect anybody to piss on his grave and say, "I'm glad that." Uh, well, other than Fletch, maybe because he hated time. <laughs> but um, you know, I don't expect anybody to piss on his grave. And say, I'm glad that old motherfucker is dead. But to say it's a sad day, no. It's like, all right, fuck, ninety three years. That is a full life. Yeah. I mean, I plan on living to over a hundred. And I don't give a fuck if I know a soul on this earth. I'll be cutting my own grass at a hundred and I'll be like, you know, I'll be like rain man along the way. But, yeah, you'll be mowing over your dentures. But at 103, when I finally drop dead on the lawnmower, and the fucking lawnmower just goes out into the street and I'm face first in my lawn dead, I don't expect... All these strangers to say, "Whoa, what a sad day!" That hundred and three year old guy just dropped dead cutting his grass. That's not a sad day to be like that. Motherfucker was hundred and three and he was cutting his own grass. <laughs> I don't expect right. anybody to cry and be like, "That's unbelievable." Well, and you're not expecting anybody to go, "That's a great day he died." But it's, but it's a, you know. Well, yeah, it's, I never said it was a great daytime to sort of die, no. but it was certainly not sad. No. And I had an old Dodger hat back in junior high. Oh, yeah. You know, the Dodgers were my adopted second favorite team because I've always been a Red Sox fan. But, you know, 93, the guy's fucking 93 years old. He's dead. Move along. Right. Even his own kids shouldn't cry. Celebrate if, for a little while. Well, he's been in the he's been in the Hall of Fame since ninety seven, I think. Yeah, 70, something like that. Seventy seven? No, not seventy seven. Yeah, because he's still managing yeah, yeah. seventy seven. But and the, yeah, that's why I say. I mean, yeah. if I'm ninety three, Justin and Nick, you better not cry at my funeral. You would say, hey, my old man, he was a fucking fruitcake, a goofball. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy he was. Ah, fuck him. Let's go. Let's go drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you make it to yeah. 93, right. you know, as scary as it sounds, you know, because nobody knows what the afterlife holds. Right. I better shut my mouth there because that's actually a fucking random question waiting to happen. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll stop. Shut your mouth yeah, right I'll now. stop there because that, that, because this week is your random question. Right. Next week is my random question. Exactly. So there we go. Yeah. All right. Let me make a note here. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you think? I'm first on the cherry stout, right? Yep. All right. Well, nowhere near the 392 that I rated the uh, lampshade party ale. But as far as stouts go, a lot of fucking flavor. Uh, our friends at Bell's, and everybody, the listeners know I'm a freak for two hearted. Um, I'm going to go 3 8 because. Oh. Uh, and I don't even really like cherry that much. 
that's how much flavor and pop it had that I thoroughly enjoyed the cherry stout. 3.80. To be honest, I mean, it's not a... Please do, because this is our pot. I mean, well, you have no reason to lie, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to... I was expecting... I don't know why. I don't... Maybe it was the first one we had, or I'm not sure, but... I was expecting a little more cherry with this. I don't know. See that, and that's why I liked it so much because it was like, okay, I taste the cherry, but it's not like, wow, this is cherry. Right, 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 right. All right, but yeah. Anyway, so, so you wanted you wanted more cherry, eh? Yeah, I want to. I wanted a little bit more cherry. Like for example, <laughs> well, who uh, doesn't really? <laughs> but I'm bumpsh. Um, yeah. So. Um, so the Cherry Bomb Burger I had, had a super solid, I mean, you could, the distinctive cherry flavor, um, and then all of a sudden the habanero would kick in. Um, I didn't get that with this, and so I'm going to be a little bit less than that. I'm going to go like a 3.6, uh, uh, 6.5, 6.2, 3.63. All right. Well, I mean, in fairness, it doesn't say cherry bomb. There should be no like well, I know. flavor I just, to this. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe that's a, a subliminal expectation or something. But uh, let me check on the Untapped crowd. Oh, hey, listen. Uh, there's a much larger sample size here. Sixty-five thousand check-ins. Uh, ooh, they didn't like it as much. Three point four one. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, 3.41's not a bad rating. No, not at all. Maybe not as high as you thought it was. 65,000. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. All right, well, yeah. fuck those people. Well, the first two tastings were excellent, including our pre-pod. That's right, round of applause. And our third tasting, we have Hop Slam. Usually comes out about this year, and according to Ian... Uh, usually, you know, they run out about uh, March-ish, you know, depending on the year or whatever. But uh, Hop Slam comes in at 10% Yuch. alcohol by volume and has about 65 IBUs. Uh, this is a double IPA, obviously, uh, brewed with honey. Exceptionally aromatic blend of hops combined in a balanced interpretation of the double IPA style best enjoyed as fresh as possible well you, you got it on Saturday and today's Sunday it, it don't be... get it don't get any fresher than that <laughs> so let's crack these bad boys open hand me that um, oh yeah flights football and anything else bottle where, opener where did I just oh yeah I was gonna say where did I You've got me mesmerized, Dave. I, I knew I handed it to you and you were asking for it. I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck did I put it? Into the official IPA yep. style glasses. The third and fourth of the four set that my sisters got me for Christmas. And obviously they're pint glasses because the 12 ounce bottle only goes two thirds of the way up, but Basic math would tell you that's correct. Oh, yeah. Good notes. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. See, now... Just as advertised. 
they're in yep the delicious ipa if you're an ipa drinker bell's hop slam ale does not disappoint now that said as you know even though we've done 56 episodes this is our 56th episode and we're two-thirds of the way through so we've done 56 episodes i still consider myself when it comes to beer tasting it's like yeah that'll get me fucked up i'm good <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that's my expertise rec- recommendation of beer tastings. Now, right. that said, and I just wanted to say it that way, so I'm not an expert. You know, you're I'm being not, humble. You're, I'm, you're, not a brew, yeah. I'm not a brewer or anything, but um, Stupid Quadruped is listed at 165 IBUs. Right. International Bitterness Units. Sure. Hop Slam is 65, 100 less. And quite frankly, I find Hop Slam to be a little more bitter mm-hmm. than the stupid quadruped was. Not bitter to the point that, like, oh, God, I don't like this. Right. But there's more of a bitter, like, when you drink it, it's like. Sure. Well, that's where we got to do a little bit of research because, like, on the Bell's website, they, they talked about uh, absolute bitterness versus perceived bitterness. So everybody's palate's a little bit different. You know what right, I mean? Right, but 165 versus 65, I mean, that should right. be a drastic difference. And, like, I, I love the stupid quadruped because it was, like, almost like, it was almost like morphine. <laughs> you know, and, like, I, you know, on your third stupid quadruped, you'd be like, oh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Dave. Try not to drool out of the side <laughs> of your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. And that, I and, you know, hey, <laughs> you know, I mean, there, there's a, there's a uh, uh, sometimes listener to the pod, good friend of mine at the Fishman Eight. You know, like he says, I'm not quite to his level, but like he says, he's I don't drink beer because I like the taste of it. I drink beer to get fucked up. Sure. Now, I do like the taste. You know, like yeah. you know, of the, like you know, the Kentucky bourbons, the stupid quadruped, the hop slam, the bells two hearted. It was like, oh yeah, that's real good flavor to it. And then you get some beer like, Ugh, not so much, whatever. But bottom line, though, there is some truth to the fact that I mean, no, yeah. If you're not going to try to get the buzz on, you know, why not have a Diet Coke or a Starbucks cold brew or a, yeah, a glass of ice cold glass of milk. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to get fucked up over it, <laughs> right? Yeah, there is there is something to the to uh, attaining the buzz, I guess. But uh, what was uh, I want to say? It was episode. Yeah, it was episode fifty four, uh, two weeks ago. Larry's latest juicy IPA. That's from Bell's. Uh, we rated that. You had it at a 3.63, and I had it at a 3.95. Um, so, you know, that one also was, that was at 6% with 50 IBUs. But that one's kind of more um, brewed, you know, to to be more of a New Englandish kind of like the juicy, hazy, fruity. That had a lot of flavor <laughs> to it, I thought. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean... I mean, there's flavor to the hop slam, but oh yeah, but you can tell like once you're once you're into it, a couple drinks, like okay, well, 
I'm going to enjoy this for a couple of them and right. <laughs> good night, Irene. Exactly. So, um, what I've been watching, Dave, got two for you. Yep. I'm going to see how well you do. I'm going to give you a little bit of a, uh, the first one. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's called The History of Swear Words. And it's hosted. Oh, I've seen the ad. It's yeah. hosted by Nicolas Cage, who does, yep. who does a wonderful job. Six parts. Uh, I'm I'm going to say 20, 22 minutes apiece. Okay. You know, I mean, it, you're not going to learn. It's not going to be like any dr- jaw dropping. Like, oh, what? Really? Oh, God. Like a life changing yeah, documentary, exactly. Or anything like that. Yeah. But it's it's just a, a, a you know. Get get the feet up in the recliner, favorite beverage, you know, bowl of popcorn, a little bit of chips, and peanut yeah. M&Ms or whatever, and you just rip through the six of them. Interesting antidotes, um, origins, tomfoolery, whatnot. Very well done. Six episodes. Episodes are broke down by swear words. And let me pull up my list here, Dave. The History of Swear Words, six-part series. What are the six swear words they cover in this series? Oh, my gosh. Let's see see how you can do. You know what I have to do for this? Is I have to go back to my George Carlin words you can't say on TV. All right. All right? So I'm going to see how many of George Carlin's words, because I committed these to memory back when I was in college. So, um, shit, piss, fuck, cucks. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Shit, piss, check. That's one. Shit, piss, fuck, cock, suck, motherfucking tits. Right, those shit. were George's words, you know, like top, however many of those are, you can't say on TV. All right, so shit is check. Yeah. Piss, no. Fuck, yes. That's two. Well, well shit, piss, fuck, what's that? Cock, for? suck. I'll, <laughs> I'll put an asterisk by cock because the swear word is dick. Okay. So, um, I think motherfucker is one word or motherfucker. They, they, uh, have fun with that on the series with fuck and all the ways you can have actually use it. Okay. So fuck is only one word. So you have shit, fuck. I'll give you, you know, cock dick. I'll give you that. <laughs> I hope not. That's three. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> but I'm bummed. So what, yes. are, what are the other three? Oh, shit, piss, fuck, cocksuck, motherfucker, tits. No. No? Well, of course, it, if you go way back, and this is for our listeners like uh, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk and maybe um, At the Fish Man, I think if you go back, if you remember the Carlin at Carnegie, you know, he went out with his, you know, words you can't say on TV, and then he says, oh, I have a couple others, and then he comes out with his scroll. And then he drops the one half of the scroll on the stage and it goes off the stage and, you know, into the audience. And he just starts reading, like, as the credits are going through, he just has swear word after swear word after swear word after swear word. And so, I mean, in in classic uh, George Carlin fashion, you're laughing your ass off even during the credits. So, um, let's see. Um, uh, other swear words. Um um, I don't know, balls? No, that wouldn't be one. Um, huh, son of a bitch. Fuck, shit, bitch, dick, 
pussy, and damn. Oh, damn. And yeah. they, they even say that on regular but that's primetime that's network the TV beauty now. Of, that's the beauty of this six-part series. If you watch it, you okay. get in. And, and there's like a handful of comedians that give commentary on it. It's very well done. I mean, you're not going to be come. You're not going to be come out of the six part series. You know, the two hours of your life or whatever it is, like totally enriched. <laughs> right. Like you're a better person. But it's a, it's a very easy watch, and I just like you know, like yeah. there's this one comedian, I, I, or comedian. I guess, I guess it's called it. They're women, blonde haired girl, somewhat attractive, and the number of times she says the word fuck, it's almost like. I like that. I mean, I would actually pay money to see this her comedy act, right? Because, and um, but he and she's in all six of them, and again, it's just an easy watch. You're okay. not going to learn anything. It, right. You're not going to become any a better of a person right, or right, whatnot. Right. right. But um, the only one I didn't really like is bitch because they almost turned it into a, like a uh, women's lib type thing because it's almost. I mean, that was the, almost the one that was borderline edgy. So it made it political. Yeah, almost borderline edgy. Like, well, you know, you can't really say that because you know, whatever. It, you know, I just didn't like that. But like, you know, actually, you know, the fuck one in how Nicolas Cage presents it. Presents it. I mean, it's just it, it's funny. It's just a you you don't have to think. You sit back. You got a bowl of popcorn or whatever, sure. and you're just like. <laughs> Yeah. And then they give a little bit of origin of like where the word came from and like how it yeah. derived and this, that, and the other thing. And yeah, so All right. um, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it, on Netflix. Okay. And uh, the other one was uh, Amazon Prime, Blow the Man Down. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this might be right up my alley. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and then when you know, they, they don't show porn on, but right on, but <laughs> Amazon, Am, Amazon's more risque than Netflix. True. In upper left hand corner, like we talked forty episodes ago, drugs, smoking, language, sex, and I'm like, all right, blow the man down, sex. Okay, this is no brainer for me. We get into watching, it and it's like, all right, well, hmm. <laughs> good premise sure you know interesting i mean it's it's got it if it's if it's an hour and a half i'll be shocked but it was almost like you're, you're watching it's like oh, oh okay and uh the uh almost like villainous is for those listeners who watch the americans and i know chuck you only watch the one season so um the old lady that it's just the epitome of a, a bitch, but and she plays the part well, and she's in it, and you're you're watching it, and you're like you're getting involved in it, and it was almost like the cast, crew, director, producer, executive producer, all of a sudden it's like, um, uh, yeah, we're out of money. All right. <laughs> yeah, wrap it up. And see, now that's a wrap. And you're like, huh? Really? In that, this is the way we're ending this movie? Yeah. <laughs> They're kicking us out of the studio. <laughs> yeah, like, wait, 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 hey, wait a second. I'm not done. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not a ringing endorsement, I know. 
it's worth the watch because it's such a short amount of time. But you know, you're watching, and, and like and like I say, you're getting into it, and, it was, and all all of a sudden, it's like it's over. It's like, hmm, that's weird. <laughs> but anyway, so right. those are the two that I've watched, and I do want to watch the Disney Plus, which I'll cover in episode fifty-seven because the name escaped me is what I want to watch which surprises me because it's a superhero type deal, but it almost looks like uh, The Boys. But on Disney+, Plus, so it won't be as... No. What are you talking about? Like edgy. WandaVision? Yes. Thank oh, okay. you very much. Yeah. That's what I want to see. WandaVision doesn't WandaVision seem like The Boys no. except without the... No. I think it does. No. No, I don't think it's going to be... No, it's not anything like the boys. The Browns are absolutely fucking destroying the Steelers right here. <laughs> um, but anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, no, but like seriously, when I see a score like that against Pittsburgh, it's like, okay, conspiracy theory. All of a sudden, things go through my head like, how how can that possibly be? I mean, not that the, not that the Browns aren't a bad team. They're a very good team this year. Um, they seem to have things going, but to be blanking the, the, the Steelers? Come on. Anyway. Um, yeah, so random question. Are we ready for uh, that? Sure. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot, Mike. All right. Was it Fishman or Grandpa Larry that wanted us, that wanted the random question on the spot? I can't remember. Fit. Uh, Black, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk. Grandpa Blackhawk. Okay. So. I am going to test you on your knowledge of famous athletes' nicknames. All right? And um, I'm on the Bleacher Report right now. And so I'm going at number 70, Eldrick Woods. Tiger. All right. I'm Just a second. Uh, do you want some basketball or not? Old, your, old school? It's your random question. Let's see if I can do it. Eric Floyd. Sleepy. Nice. John Sally. I don't know who John Sally is. Spider. Hmm. John Spider Sally. Rich Gossage. Goose. Nice. Reggie White. Packers. Sackman? Close. Minister of Defense. Uh. Oscar De La Hoya. I don't know. Golden Boy. Oh, fuck me. I knew that. Okay, here's an easy one. Mike Tyson. Iron Mike. Yep. George Gervin. Iceman. Nice. Paul Bryant. Bear. Good. Uh, Jim Hunter. Cat, uh, catfish. Yep. All right. Now, this one you probably won't get. Bryant Reeves. Big country. You did. Nice. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Mr. October? Yep. Now, Michigan basketball player turned pro, Robert Trailer. Tractor. Nice. Fred McGriff. Crime dog. Got it. Now you're going to get this one. Joe Jackson. Bull. Joe. Oh, um... Joe Jackson. Shoeless. Yes. Clyde Drexler. Clyde the... Clyde. Yeah, okay. David Ortiz. Big Poppy. I knew you were going to get that one. Joe DiMaggio. Joe Those DiMaggio. Quiet. Sorry. 
Splendid Splendor was Ted Williams. Lightning Bolt. Jol- uh, Jolton Joe. Jolton Joe, yeah. Edwin Snyder. Duke. Pete Maravich. Pistol. Ray Leonard. Sugar. Harold Reese. Probably won't get this one. Shh. He's way back. Quiet. But you better. You better get this Pee-wee. one. Pee-wee. You got it. Nice. Boston Red Sox. Harold Pee-wee Reese. Wow. Ten-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion with the Brooklyn, Los Angeles Dodgers, but he was, um, oh, I guess he wasn't, that's the, that looks like a Boston Red Sox logo on his hat, doesn't Brooklyn it? Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, okay. My bad. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon. The Dream. Joe Montana. Joe Montana had a nickname? He did. Broadway Joe. No, Broadway no. Joe is Joe Namath. Yeah, he's um, probably later. He's later. I got a pass on Joe Montana. Oh, Joe Cool, that bullshit. That ain't a nickname. <laughs> ain't nobody knew Joe, Joe Montana. Joe Cool Montana, right? Okay. How about Cordell Stewart? Cordell Stewart. The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback? Mm-hmm. You're not Slash? Get... Yeah! <laughs> you got it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky? Wayne, Wayne Gretzky? The great one. Yep. Julia Serving. The Doctor. Dr. J. Frank Thomas. The Big Hurt. Muhammad Ali. The Champ. Ooh. The Great I One. Am the, yeah. yeah. The what? The Great One. The Greatest. Oh, but he's the Champ, though, too. I fuck him. I never liked him anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right. <laughs> O.J. Simpson. The Juice. Yeah. OJ Jews, right? But look at the look or at the, the picture sli- they got. All these other pictures in here. Look at all the people. Look at what they got for the pictures, right? And then look at what they got for OJ. Yeah, <laughs> he's in his prison outfit with handcuffs. I mean, come on. Um, Michael Jordan. Not, air. Yeah, okay, his airness, right? Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go to we're gonna go to the top now. The top five. Okay, William Perry. The fridge, refrigerator. Yeah. Charles Barkley. The round mound of rebound. Correct. Deion Sanders. Prime time. Say it louder. Prime time. (laughs) Did I just get picked off by Deion Sanders? You sure did. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm wondering when State Farm isn't going to call us. They've got to call us pretty soon because I've got a name for you. The mic match. So when, you, when you're when you looking at Jake from State Farm, you're like, hey, Jake from State Farm, you know, I appreciate the mic match, you know, you gave me with my price on Ugh. my State Farm insurance. Right. <laughs> Don't you think yeah, so? I like it. I'm in. All right. Uh, number two, Willie Mays. Say hey, kid. Yes. That's amazing. How? That's one I thought you wouldn't get. Come on, Dave. George Herman Ruth. Babe. Or the the Bambino. The great Bambino. Yep. All right. You did like exceptionally well. That's fantastic. After all that after all that beer and a most of a 14 percenter. That's that's amazing. You know what else is amazing, Dave? As we were recording this. With one minute and 16 seconds to go in the first quarter, 
The Cleveland Browns are beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Everybody's like, so? Every fucking deal. They're beating them 28 to fucking nothing. (laughs) Even the Bears showed up against the Saints for fuck's sakes, man. How do you give up 28 points in a quarter? (laughs) What do you think the people at the sports books are doing right now? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know what... How many people do you think were betting that the that the that the Browns could possibly But the Browns were getting like ten points, so so now it's like thirty-eight nothing. So I mean Oh, anyway, uh, who knows? I mean this I mean this is just bizarre. It's twenty-eight to fucking nothing? That's incredible. I still think State Farm should do an ad for you. And I still think State Farm should change D- Jake's name. <laughs> That's, do you do you watch do you watch did you topic. see the commercial you know when Aaron as much as I hate to say it um Aaron Rodgers is a stud <laughs> but Jay, the new Jake from State Farm is Jack this bigger than Aaron Rodgers <laughs> no, Aaron Rodgers should be a little bit afraid of him like but, a, like but a Aaron, line, Ro- Aaron like Rodgers a is a, Aaron Rodgers is a scotch drinker and he's on the, he, he goes on the Pat McAfee show usually every Monday Aaron Rodgers and, does yes oh and he's he's a as a bear as a bear fan I hate him <laughs> as a football fan I like him because he's a baller I mean he's Aaron Rodgers is just like a pimp. I mean, he's like, he, he, like, he gives Pat McAfee, he's like, all right, well. And, like, Pat McAfee's like, well, scotch, how, how much scotch are you drinking? He's like, I don't know, maybe two or three fingers. It doesn't. The, and, and he's cool. I mean, yeah. he is actually the Joe cool. I mean, we're going to have to strip Joe Montana of his. Cool nickname. Yeah, Joe cool nickname. Cause, right. Um. No, I've heard he's got a really like dry, sarcastic oh, sense yeah. of humor, and he's really sharp witted. And I think that he, way. didn't he used to date Danica Patrick? Uh, maybe, yeah. Oh. Now that you mention it, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> Just a fun factoid. <laughs> Are we ready to rate this? Yeah, I. You're first. I am first. Yep. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't know that, like you said. I'd almost be willing to rate the uh, stupid quadruped. Like this is almost a little, a little too bitter. It's like the, on that borderline edge of bitterness for me. So my perceived bitterness. This is I, I have to agree with you at the beginning of this segment. You know, compared to the stupid quadruped, mm, I don't think I can give it a four. But do I like it better than the lampshade? I'm going to have to go 3.85. I think I like lampshade a little bit better. All right. That's a fair ranking. But I disagree. Okay. And and I wish we I wish we could rate stupid quadruped versus hopslam because it's very it's a strange ranking because I personally find hopslam Ian, if you're listening, reach out to, to us at uh, however you can reach out to us. Uh, but um, I'll have I'll have that information here in a minute. But but re- reach out to us however you can. But personally, I actually find Hop Slam hoppier than the stupid quadruped, and I rated the you know I I would have probably rated 
the stupid quadruped probably in the three nine-ish range. And I'm going to give Hop Slam a 4.02 because it's the perfect alcohol hop ratio of I'm going to punch you right in the temple. Got blood dripping down your nose, and you skin your knee. You skin your knee as you go to the down to the pavement as you try to struggle up. And yeah. as you're walking away, your upper body is like three. You're like matrixing down the road. Yeah. If I'm looking and that's at that hop slam, I mean that's a hot. You know that's a hop slam drunk. Which is a drunk you're looking for. That's not a knock on. On hop slam, it's like yeah. you know when you're when you're walking and your upper body is a good two and a half feet above your torso, <laughs> you know you've done well that night. And I just this is that's hop slam. I love it. It's four point zero two, and it's a wonderful selection. And I might have to do a taste off between stupid uh, quadruped and hop slam, and I find hop slam more bitter. And stupid quadruped is more of a like, just that, like just like body. Stupid quadruped is more body punches right to the like ribs as you slowly lose <laughs> breath. Whereas hop slam might be just like that one fucking punch right to the fucking jaw, and you're just like out. Out. <laughs> but w- four fucking fabulous selections for Bell's Brewery. Thanks, Ian. And what's the doorman's name, Dave? Mad Dog Morgan. Mad Dog. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, so where are we at here? I think we're coming to a close, yes? Well, yeah. What do you, what do you see when you look down Well, yeah, here? actually, yeah. Long ago, <laughs> I looked down at the bottom of my glass, and truly, unfortunately, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.